Okay, 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 okay. Uh, all right, I'm good. Did y'all you ready? sound good? Yeah, I'm sounding good. You good? I'm Gucci. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, it's your homeboy, it's your peoples, it's your brother, it's Rello, and this is another episode of Realism, and I got a special guest in the building. So for this is how we're going to start it off. At first, I was very iffy on working with this guy. Hmm. And this is my history, and this is why. <laughs> We're going back to high school. And this individual is on the football team with me. He's a few years older than me. So, I'm just minding my business, walking down the halls. Just had practice, maybe conditioning. Mm. And all of a sudden, I feel like weight on my shoulders just drop my shoulders. And I happened to just stay still long enough to see about a six-foot, 220 defensive lineman just jumped over my shoulders. <laughs> Never in my life have I felt so little. <laughs> oh, so when this man hit me up and said, hey, I want to, you know, I want to, you know, talk business with you. I just want to, you know, chat it up with you, you know, get to know what's going on. I was like, hell no. But four times talking me into it, just like four times talks me into talking to all y'all. And here we are. That story gets even more hilarious every time I hear it. But ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we got Troy Andrews in the building. What's good, everybody? Um, What's good with you talk? I want to say the CEO of Vibe Network. I want to say the one of the hardest working men in our business. Mm. Um. One person that, man, he inspires me to work harder on the simple fact that you get to do what you love every day. And that's a really dope thing. So y'all better give y'all respects to Trey Andrews because this man is one of the few rare, genuine people we have in this city. So man. now. Appreciate that, bro. I said that you were the CEO of Vibe Network. And I said Vibe Network, but we're going to go back a little bit. We're going to start off with Vibe Wichita, okay. where it all began. Man. How did all this kick off? I'll tell you what. I was uh, – we were already having podcasts like <laughs> a few years – like not a few years ago, but like before I started, like a few years before that. We didn't know what they were called, though. Y'all, um, were you guys just like it important was, conversations? Uh, it was just me and my boy Kedrick. Um, we weren't like like – exactly like recording it but we knew this is what we were going to be doing mm. you know we we called them roundtable discussions you know we'd uh, have yeah. friends or whatever we just like yeah we're gonna be doing this and we knew then literally three years before i started i'm like we need to get mics and we need to get a camera and we need to record this conversation and start posting it wherever we need to go mm. or, or wherever it can go so people can see it like youtube like youtube so um i started doing research you know um uh, uh, the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, the Joe Rogan Podcast, mm. uh, NPR, TED Talks, The Breakfast Club, you know, just all these different like talk shows. And I started like I started learning about the structure of a podcast. Mm. And I'm like, OK, all right, I think I could do this. So uh, one day I went to uh, Best Buy, bought two snowball microphones. Uh, so they pick up everything that's around the table and Word. 
you know, I set them down in the middle of the table. Uh, had two laptops because they, you can't put two snowballs in one one computer. And uh, and then I got a uh, I got an audio recorder to have a third mic. So I had three different sources of audio and I had to come back and put them in the same deal. Take me five to eight hours to edit one episode. Just audio, by the way. Now, I'm not even talking about you, video. How did you know or learn to do that or were able to take all those um, audios and put them together? Everything I know about audio and video I learned when I was 15 in a computer tech class I took when I went to East. Mm. Um, and I never forgot it. So copy and paste, it just made sense to me. Um, audition. Okay. I've known about audition since I was a kid. I'm like, oh, I said audition. Forgive me. Uh, uh, with audacity. Audacity. Mm. So I'm just like, yo, audio in here, tracks, chop it, slide it, do whatever. Like, it just made sense to me. Um, so most of this. carried on. Yeah. Most of this, I mean, okay. from, you know, I, I would say that I'm self-taught. Okay. With everything that I'm doing, but um, it took a lot of research and a lot of history to, you know, to like learn what I'm doing. What'd you go to college for? I went to school to be a judge, pre-law. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. A judge. I didn't, I didn't no. know. If, I didn't know. I didn't know if the school schooling uh, connected with. with Not you. at all. Hey, that's what I usually goes. Don't feel bad. Not really. at all. Yeah. I, I went to. I went to fucking college for nursing. Nurse, hey, because a dude. certain somebody's mother talked me into going to into anesthesiology for making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, man. <laughs> Do you know that? That's the crazy. Times, that I remember man. that shit exactly. Shout out to four times. That's what's up, man. But right. yo, um, once you once you started uh, doing that and putting those in the file, um, when did it become vibe? What did, was it? A couple years later, or um, so vibe Wichita, I. I'm going to be honest. It wasn't even Vibe Wichita at first. It was called, you remember uh, Orrin Breckenridge? Mm. Yeah. So he was actually my. That light, bright, yeah. light skinned mother. <laughs> my guy, Orrin Breckenridge. Shout yeah, shout out to Orrin Breckenridge. He was. Orrin, you lucky I can't cuss right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <Orin>. Anyway, <laughs> it, this, uh, this was originally called the OB and Drew Show. You know, um, because we we had such great conversations. Obi and Drew show. Obi and Drew show. I still got <laughs> I still got the radio drops that I had made for us, and then he just hit me up like a few days later after I was like, "Yeah, I can't wait to get this rolling, man. You ready?" He was like, "Ah, oh, man, I can't even I can't even commit to it, Troy." And I was like, "Shoot!" So it became Vibe Wichita. I, I sat back and I thought about it maybe like thirty minutes, and I'm like, "Man." I need something that's dope that's gonna grab everybody every time they hear it. But I'm like, I want to include our city, and I want everybody to know that it is from Wichita. And I was just, I was like, the Wichita vibe. I was like, man, that's a little corny. And I was like, the Wichita vibe. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was like, that's a little corny. And then I, I stumbled across Vibe Wichita, and I'm like, there it is. That's it. Okay, Vibe Wichita. So. It became Vibe Wichita ever since the first episode. So, uh, let me ask you this because we're at this point. Mm -hmm. When we started Point Proven, you had complimented us at saying, you know, I'm. it's smart that you guys didn't hold you guys to a standard of Wichita. You didn't box yourselves in. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you feel kind of boxed with for yourself? Do you sometimes <laughs> – because I see now it's, you know, Vibe Network. Yeah. Well – it's it's actually the vibe Wichita network and what I do is I pull back on even saying that so much. So 
shows like Vibe with her or Artist Vibe, you're not gonna see Vibe Wichita on that specifically, um, unless it's like the the very uh, like the intro of the show or at, at the end of the show. So that's how I'm basically taking that ceiling off of me. I'm opening the box so that I'm not trapped just in Wichita, you know. Okay. So okay. yeah, um, but uh, you know, I have no problem now with it being. Like uh, people know Vibe Wichita here in Wichita, you know, but I want you to see everything else that we got going on. I know our message is, is you know, it's not just for people yeah. in Wichita. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's more than just that. Um, So what year did Vibe Wichita take off? Ooh, 2016. 2016. Now, you mean like when? First episode. 2016. 2016. Yes. 2016 was when we... Uh, kicked off and I actually started with five people um, oh. on the on the team. Okay, and it ended up or six, I should say, and then it ended up just being me and LT. So now it's uh, me and LT. It's so funny to think think of LT in front of the camera <laughs> because it's like now, L, like when I see LT, he's behind the scenes, like yeah. you know what I mean, talking to us. But right, like, that's funny. That's the that was that was the whole goal originally was for me not to actually be behind the the mic. But to be able to produce a show where I can have people come on and I just get everything set up, get the sponsors, the advertisers, do all the move, all, you know, get all the moving parts. Management. And, yeah, absolutely. Get interns. So I can, if I decided. If you run into some good interns that you kind of like or like, eh, I don't want them, like, send them my way. Oh, we need some damn interns. <laughs> no doubt. No interns. doubt. That, that, no doubt. The interns will save your life. Save. They will your save your life. life. And sometimes, like, they got better computers than we do. Facts. So, and yeah. They're ready. Yeah. <laughs> Four times. They got better computers than we do. So, I'm saying, all you got to do is tell them what you want, walk through it, and I promise you, they'll just do it. They'll, and if you can, um, if you can get it to the point where, like, it actually counts, if you have an actual LLC or a nonprofit uh, business, then they could actually get credit, you know, um, as interning for mm. a business. Mm. So that was, oh, by the way, that was, took me about a year, uh, close to a year to actually get Vibe Wichita um, to be an actual to, business. Where you wanted it to be to present it? Yes, exactly. So when I got sponsorship, I was like, hey, you know, the Vibe Wichita LLC, mm. bam. There it so, is. Go get your business uh, <laughs> registered, license. Do that, please. Fact Mundo. So, CEO, mm. what other caps yeah. do you wear? Because um, you do a lot. I'm not, you know what's crazy? I'm not even keen on caps. I'll just tell people I, I'm a part of Vibe Wichita. <laughs> For real, I'm dead serious. I'm just like, um, you know, I'm, I'm a part of the Vibe Wichita team okay. uh, on paper. Um, it's CEO, uh, but I also, um, I'm also a producer for, uh, other shows like Ine Eats, um, with, uh, Aaron Garcia. She goes out and tries food and, um, I film it and it make That's it look, a hell of a show. it's a good show, ain't it? I love it. And it's also funny that other people like to copy that show. Hey, hey, you know, um, one of the best forms of flattery is imitation, bro. You know? But uh, <laughs> but Ina eats. I produce Ina eats. Um, I produce uh, the I got show. The keys, keys, keys. I got the keys, keys. <laughs> I produce. Anyway. I produce the show. Uh, Flavor in the mix. Um, hey, shout out to the ladies. Yeah, yeah those they ladies doing that thing. They are funny. Let me give you a little side piece, real quick. Those ladies came like 
came into the studio to rehearse for an entire month with me to make sure that their show was solid before they put out their first episode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want anybody thinking that they did this off of a fluke. No, they came in and Worked learned. How, yeah, so. they learned how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. They learned how to do a format and keep it down on a on a like a Time strict timeline. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like they're solid, dude. They're, they're solid. Dope. Yeah, they're they dope. got like they're that, really invested. Absolutely, real dope, real absolutely. Dope. But yeah, that's something that I produce as well. You, you're, you're a partner, but also you know because you you're invested so much in the game, you're somewhat of a mentor to them. Also, yeah. who do you consider a mentor for yourself? Mm. Um, my father, uh, mainly uh, Kevin Andrews. Uh, my father's a business owner, that's and. Really has he been, was he through your childhood? You know, was he really a, his own businessman? Uh, growing up, no. He didn't start owning his own business until maybe about six years ago. So Still lot, inspiring, it, though. To, yeah. A lot of people may remember him from Empower Wichita. He used to have that radio show with, mm. um, with uh, Greg the Hitman on Sundays. And then um, it turned into just my dad's radio show. And it's crazy how that worked because I never seen my dad doing radio. I just realized my dad did radio before. Just like click. <laughs> just right it. now. So, yeah, it's crazy. Dang. So that's you just, crazy, ain't it? That's yeah. crazy. But he became a business owner. And before that, just, just how my father moved and, like, just growing up, never knowing, like, what my dad actually was doing a lot of the time to put food on the table. Mm. Like, man, my dad was... Like he just hustled, but that was yeah. his grind. And then my older brother, uh, one of my older brothers, Todd. Um, so he started his own business, uh, basketball training business, where he trained um, just athletes around the way in the valley. Dope. That grew into him training professional athletes. Dope. So now, like, he, I just got the phone to him yesterday. He was like, "Yeah, dude, I just trained Ben Simmons." You Dang. know, that, like, I mean, that's that's big. Being in L.A., you know, you get to make those connections. Mm-hmm. You know, but. uh just watching those uh watching those men really do their things like it it was major uh not not to elongate this but people who aren't my family that i find uh, that i look at as mentors is tyler perry i don't y'all can say whatever y'all want about Medea, but tyler perry hires a lot of people and he puts a lot of people on man he Um, went from sleeping in a car to a multi-millionaire you got to respect it period and kevin hart um kevin hart went from uh kev the bastard when nobody knew him to Kevin Hart now, and you see him all the time. A lot of people don't like Kevin Hart because it's like, oh, he's the same character everywhere he goes. But on the back end, Kevin Hart is a businessman. Yeah, he's he's been he has his business partner helping him with these decisions. But I mean, like he has his own production. Kevin Hart is at the point in his career now where he's a family man. Yeah, Kevin Hart can't do the same jokes or do this. Uh, he can still do the same roles because I mean, you know, it's Kevin Hart. He does pretty much the similar role in a lot of movies but uh he's not at that point where you know he is kids and his wife like mm. i just seen him at you know uh pets too or whatever yeah. you yeah, know he was gonna, pets too. yeah so that that's not you know the regular you know old kevin so now yeah. he's just in a, he's yeah. a diff, he's a different guy and a lot of people don't like when that happens like the mm-hmm. only person i can really think of that made that transition like that that people really respect is ice cube Mm. To go from that, you know, what I'm saying to go from kind of a raunchy like direction to like yeah. you're a family member now, right? And sometimes people look at that different. Oh, for sure. You're you're a child of how many? How many siblings do you have? You're one of <laughs> seven. Seven. 
Yeah, Lord, seven. Where, where, I mean, where I, are you in there? We say seven and a possible. I like to say that. No, my um, <laughs> <laughs> don't say no, that. No, 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 no. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. Uh, my parents uh, have had guardianship over um, uh, someone that we used to go to high school with that was a year younger than my sister because he came out of an abusive home. Hmm. So once he was able to get out of his uh, home and uh, got into the system, my mother took guardianship over him. So I call him my brother. So technically, I mean, I say eight. But yet, uh, the other seven, the, all of us. Um, uh, if it's out of the seven, I'm the baby boy. And you have a baby sister. Yes. I call her my twin, but yeah. yeah Tierra. Are you guys like like that? Like oh, them? we're tight. Me and Tierra are tight. We got a little handshake, you know, like that's that's my road dog. And she's, she's like... For her, she'll check me real quick too. By the way, it don't matter. I'm she'll two years. I'm really anybody. two years old. Yeah, she will. <laughs> <laughs> don't matter. I'm two years older than her. She'll check me and tell me that this isn't right. This was stupid. This was dumb. Whatever. But also, like she's like she's amazing. I don't yeah. even know how to really put. She's such. She's like just like my father. That's what's crazy. Dang. Yeah. That's. You gonna put that placement on her? Like she's like no, like I'm talking like the way she works. Like she care less about anybody's feelings. Like me, I'll be like, yo, I'm more my mother to be real, and I'll be like, yo, I I I feel what you got going on. I'm still like, you know, I tell people I'm, you know, I'm still I'm a I'm a mama's boy, but I'm still my daddy's son. So don't get that twisted. Hey, every every son has characteristics or traits of their father that they can't even you know accept. Like it's. Inevitable, like that's yeah. just the way it is. Oh, absolutely. But um, with so much on your plate, you know, multiple podcasts, you know, video work, and also you know, being a husband, how do you keep yourself sane? Like, how does Troy, you know, deal with all this pressure? Oh man, uh, talk about it. Uh, LT uh, has has become one of my not just one of my great business partners, but one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Bailey Scott. So I, I get to talk about uh, those things. No <laughs> he said, yeah, also Bailey Scott. No, well, look, look, look. So Bailey's my best friend, you know what I'm saying? So Bailey is always typically in the know, but like when it comes to making like business decisions, you know, it's me and LT's names on it. So, uh, but what I do is I tr- when I go home, I don't talk about work. I don't even want to talk about it unless it was like something that I think she was like, oh, for real? Well, this is what I think. Other than that, I don't bring my work home anymore. Is that the way it's always been? No. It hasn't always been like that. And the reason why I have a studio, or I've had, um, this is my second studio now, the reason why I'm not doing my podcast out of my house is because my wife didn't like me have my work at home. Mm. Uh, you know, our podcast was in my dining room, and we had people come over, and I had people singing, and I had just people doing all kind of. And things. she's not trying to deal with all that when she gets home from work and stuff. No, nah, yeah. she she literally the, wants to. The label. home is yeah. supposed to be, you know, the the getaway. Yes, yeah. I it's supposed you. to be. It's supposed to be the sanctuary, the refuge. Like, let me get in here and relax. Okay. You know, my my wife would love to have a glass of wine every single night, or maybe even a, a glass of. Uh, you know, some uh, some some whiskey, you know, or something hey. like that. Hey, yo, no. Shout she'll, out to Troy's wife, man. Randomly. She don't know how to kid. Hey, and she also does <laughs> amazing red. hair. Yes. She also Shout does amazing Shout out to Pinky hair. the stylist. <laughs> Go check her out on Style Seat. What does she think of all this? Because she's, 
she's been there. Like, I, me and you behind the scenes have had conversations where, you know, you went to your wife and you said, baby, you know, I don't want to do this nine to five no more. Like, I want to pursue this. Like, what does she think of all it's turned out to be so far? I think of it in two ways. Um, the first way, when I told her that I didn't want to work that nine to five anymore, First thing she did was like, yo, <laughs> so hurry up and turn in your two weeks. Like her, like she was excited. That's dope. Literally excited. Um, and then so once I did that transition, I'm like, babe, like I, I like I don't work for that business anymore. Like yeah. I'm a full time business owner. Then it, you know, the uh the other end is like she didn't expect me to grow as fast as I did with my business. Hmm. Uh, what a lot of people don't know, I am a videographer. As yeah. well, so that's one of those that's, many hats. That's uh, uh, that's something that I do. I'm also an EMT too, so I did go to school to become a firefighter, and I got my EMT while I was there. Um, so back in college, uh, side note, Troy, do you battle depression or anything? Because I'd be damned <laughs> if you're gonna be this happy, have that great of a marriage, have that great relationship with your sister where y'all got a handshake, and you're a firefighter. You save cats on the weekend and shit. I'm not a firefighter. I'm an EMT. EMT. So you're gonna save somebody's life regardless. Yeah, I saved my wife's life. She choked on a taco shell, and if I was not there to do, y'all call it the Heimlich, but the Selig maneuver. And this is a real talk. If I wasn't there, she would have choked on that. No, God wasn't gonna let her go from a taco shell for sure. Well, I, I'd, like, I'd like to. That's think that. not. That's not how she was I'd like gonna to, go. I'd <laughs> like to. I'd like to think that. Real talk. Um, shoot, I'm good with the Clippers, man. I that's, that was my hustle in college. You know, um, I DJed as 25 well. ahead, huh? Hey, it was like five or, you know, it was college, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, it's a lot. I, I'm nice on the grill. What you need, man? No, nah, you know? can't beat me on the grill. Huh? You don't want Sorry. that, bro. All right, anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and go to a subject that you know I love to talk about. Let's talk about church. Hey. What does church mean to you? What's the importance of church to Troy? Because I have another question. So specifically, mm-hmm. church. Church. Not okay. religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Church. Church. So what church means to me is being able to, uh, once again, two things. Being able to go through something and have and going to a, a place where there's other people that may or may not, or that may have gone through that, mm-hmm. um, see, uh, you know, receive that wisdom on how they got through it. So that I can get through it. Also, I have a testimony. Hmm. So with my testimony, I can help other people with whatever it is that they're going through. You know, what you're dealing with this or this is, you know, this is how I got through this. This is how I've dealt with that. Um, So I think of church actually as a spiritual hospital, you know. So I may be the patient one day. I may be the nurse. I may even be help them, you know, be maybe not the doctor, but I might be the surgeon or something. I might be, you know, but I, I you know, I, I can help those who have gone through something. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think of the church. Have you ever been asked to preach or try to be led <laughs> that direction? Actually, yeah. I feel like every young yeah. boy that grows up in church, she gets either asked to be like, you're going to be a f- you know future deacon or you're going to be a future pastor or preacher. In, in my fraternity, they call me uh, uh, Pastor Troy, Reverend Troy. What fraternity you with? Omega Sci-Fi. Hey. Yeah. Didn't know that Till about you. <laughs> Didn't know that yeah. about you. Spring 10, WSU, man. 
that's a that's a dope that's a brotherhood yeah that's absolutely dope. absolutely dope. man uh so they've been through some things you can't talk about huh hey uh, Dang, it's hard not about, to man? cuss ah! <laughs> i don't know what to talk about man it's, it, it was it was a good time you know we had a good time yeah there's some things that you can't even talk about though huh as far as what like as far as how you got in what do you mean like see okay never mind we're good okay we're good <laughs> so what does religion mean to you i asked you about church and i love mm-hmm. that you can separate the two because yeah. a lot of people have a hard time with that right but what what does religion mean to you religion to me which i feel uh religion is man-made and what i say when i mean by man-made i think uh when we when we say religion we're talking about order of how you should conduct yourself uh with this faith that you have this mm-hmm. is how you should conduct yourself as a buddhist as a christian as a muslim um that's that that's religion um and a lot of that has to do with like tradition like our grandparents did this our great grandparents did this they did this in the kingdom of wherever um that's what i think religion means i think when people say religion i think they mean what is your spiritual relationship what is your faith what is your faith walk and that's a whole different thing okay so yeah i like the answer son i like the answer um you wear a lot of caps and behind the camera you've been blessed with a lot of opportunities you've worked with some major companies that are predominantly white. Mm. What are, is in 2019, what is it like for a black man to walk into a predominantly white business? Um, When you walk into those businesses as a, as a black man, it's, it's like, yo, you're about to bring so much. And this is what I'm getting from them. You're going to bring like we're we're going to welcome you. We're going you're about to bring so much like like spunk and mm. and they have specific words they like. To yeah. Use. Yeah. Spunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't use that word. But uh, um, you're about to bring so much like tenacity and and thought process behind what we got going on. You're about to enhance our business. And it just like but they're waiting for you to fail. They're yeah. waiting for you to slip. Yeah. They're going to praise you when you're doing well. But the moment you slip, this was the worst idea hiring this dude. Mm. Um, it's yeah, it's it's not you just fall; it's you fall and everything comes falling down too. Absolutely, that's why they always say you got to work two and three times harder than they do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I get that. You know, I didn't get that at first. I was like, well, yeah. I mean, I'm good at what I do. I don't have to worry about that. Definitely. Until you go through it, until you actually experience what they are actually thinking about you and mm-hmm. when you do for like the, the <laughs> they on your team until they not on your team yeah <laughs> it's so crazy and how it that works bro quick. it changes extremely quick. quick and i'm like yo are you trying to cover yourself or yeah like i like, i didn't in the, understand in the that. end in the long call they won't cover themselves right but that's why i gotta give it to you my guy because you carry yourself so well and professional that it's like sh- Tell me, tell me where I'm messing up, cause I'm I'll, I can fix you. I'll, I've made a mistake that you didn't even know, and I fixed it before you even knew about it. Really? 
that's 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 how you run it, my guy. Wow. I mean, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, I just, for me, I want people to be better, no yeah. matter what they do. When they walk into a room, I want you to be better. Um, and if I do have somewhat of an effect where if I walk in the room, it's like, yo, I want to, I want to do something different, you know, because I see how that man is doing it. You know, I, well, I just want to help you. And that's not my intention for you to change if I walk in the room, mm. but it's just a way you, you, you treat people the way that I want to treat people as far as that's how I treat people. I treat people the way that I would want someone to treat me at the end of the day. Right. It's like you can't say that I wasn't, you know, respectful or, you know, just straight genuine with what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of stuff that we both do that if it was, any, if it was you know, a regu- regular person, they would charge you for it. Yeah. But we, we there's so much stuff that we still do out of love. But they don't want to hear that because, you know, sometimes they always want to see the good guys fall. But... They do. That's why um, we stick together. And I know. I know. At least for me, it's uh, it's been a long time coming for a few people like waiting on me to just kind of, I guess you would say, crumble. Man, wait till this video drop. <laughs> wait till this video drop. Troy been in the kitchen and he put his foot in it. He. he That's only one it. video that y'all seen. That's only one video. Yeah. Go ahead and plug your artist, you know, say when, you know, everything. Oh, I forgot I manage. (laughs) Yeah, a manager. So I manage a musician. Her name is Endless, uh, E-N-D-L-Y-S-S. She is a, this is another thing about boxes, man. I don't like putting her in a box, but she, she could sing. You'll probably, you'll you'll probably put her in a, like a Neo Soul type box or alternative R&B type box yeah genre but um she is she's dope i've been working with her since she was 15 she's 18 now i've been working with her since she was 15 i'm really i mean our families are tight so uh, but she's getting ready to put out her album and uh she got hit up by um a, a pretty a pretty pretty good artist uh just recently so um, we had to pull back on the release date for her album so that she can go work with this artist. Hey, um, but are you gonna yeah. tell us who it is? No, are you gonna tell us who it is? No way, man. East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, but Midwest. No, is that no, all? You that's that's all you get. Literally, that's all you get. All right, we'll take it. All right, they like backpacks, by the way. But that's all you get, man. You, yeah. you, you've done <laughs> you've done a lot, my guy. You've done mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. My question for you is, what is something that is reachable right now that you want to do that you haven't done yet? That's a good question. That is a very good question. Something that is reachable for me to do right now at this very moment. But you just haven't taken the time to actually do it. Mm. It's going to be something super simple, man. But to me, I like like small wins mean everything to me. Uh, but actually, like kicking back everything rolling with Vibe Wichita, like for me, and taking it up that next level. So what a lot of people don't know is I've been hesitant about bringing um, the, uh, like the, the podcasts back with Vibe Wichita. And the reason for that is i don't want to do it the same i don't i don't want 
to I don't want every segment, all of us sitting around the table anymore. Um, and for me, I feel like that is a lane that right now in Wichita, like y'all got that on lock. Like I like you got it on lock. Flavor in the mix. What you talking about? I like uncut. Um, uh, uh, all points. All right, what's all points look, podcast? Look, <laughs> let's cut the shit. <laughs> Go ahead, talk. Let's yourself, cut bro. the shit. <laughs> all point. Point proven. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do what do you what do you mean? They, you know, they want to make all points, man. They talk about all points. <laughs> While y'all get the point proven, man, they putting all the points on the table. You feel me? They got to discuss it. <sighs> nah, I don't know what that's about. I mean, I don't know what to tell you about that, brother. I don't know. You know, so Troy, <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> what's some advice that you can give to all the young men? And young women out here that see you as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, someone, like I said, one thing I'm going to stick to is you have multiple hats. You're an entrepreneur. You just doesn't, you don't stick to, you're not in a box. Right. What is, what is something you can advise to someone as far as them wanting to express their work or get into the same field? Your excuses are always going to keep you where you at. Hmm. I stopped making excuses even when I worked at the nine to five. I, on my breaks, I would do whatever I could to learn about growing my podcast. That was when I learned how to get sponsorship, uh, learn how to get advertisers, um, learn about um, LLC in my business, like everything. Um, I learned how to do a, how to tell a story. Like I quit making those excuses. Or, I don't know how to do this or I'll just get someone who could tell a good story. No, you know, um, let me do it myself. Let me learn how to do it. Let me take those necessary steps. A lot of people feel that, well, I work this nine to five, so it's going to be hard for me to do this. Well, like when you took a break uh, or when you had your lunch break, you were hungry. So what'd mm-hmm. you do? You went to go get something to eat. Well, you got to have that same hunger. If you if you hungry about what you do, you're going to do that. Hmm. And I like that analogy. I like that. I just I, you feed yourself when you're hungry, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So if if that knowledge is what your body or what your mind is seeking, you gotta feed your mind. They just lifting weights. That's all. Oh, that's good yeah. shit. Out of me. My bad. <laughs> but um, you, I I know you wouldn't advise anybody just to quit their nine to five and just jump. You know, saying jump ship and get into what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. please don't. Please don't do that. Please don't but leave your job. Strategize. Absolutely, absolutely. It um, all it all starts it all starts with one plan. Yeah. Did you did you ever jot down your you know ideas or did you ever like you know in your phone you know put them as notes and stuff like that? Do you? Oh, dude, I. <laughs> so we had notepads and um and little uh sticky notes and whatnot. Like we had a cabinet full of that at my job at my last job or whatever, uh, my nine to five. And I promise, I had stacks of books. With just information on how to podcast, how to run a business, all of that. And I mean, in the midst of me doing whatever I was doing with my job, I mean, the moment I got a second. I'm always, I am always had something in my ears about a podcast or about growing your business um, or reading a book. Um, I would take that book and I would, I would always get like three or four pages full of just information 
that I had to jot down real quick. Um, and I have pieces of papers in my pocket. I used to bring my backpack. I had just full of it, just full of information. Trying, could, trying to just get everything. I literally was trying to get everything. Nobody knew that I was doing this but my wife. That was the yeah. only person that knew. Like, yo, I come home. Because you knew that she's the only one that couldn't judge you or that you didn't care to judge you. I ain't not mad at, at you. I ain't not mad at, at you. Yeah, not at all. When you get married, you don't care what your wife thinks about yeah. you on certain <laughs> stuff. It don't matter. I, you think I'm weird? Oh, well, no. you got to deal with my weird self. <laughs> Every day, man. But I want, I want everyone to know that. Everything that's happening for me, this is not an accident. No, this not at all. like I, I did work for this. You know, yeah. I, I did take a leap of faith. Um, I walked in my calling, but this wasn't no accident. I, I worked hard for everything that I got going on right now. Um, y'all were at my last studio. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all functioned out the last one. He worked his ass off. I'll say it for him. He <laughs> yeah. worked his ass off. Like man. The, this spot right here that we're in right now, doing the the actual podcast, that was about as big as the studio. But now yep. you could fit like. Six or seven of those. Yeah, you got you eight some storage. Of those in here, man. You got yeah. your space. You got a, your own bathroom. What a urinal. Hey. Bro, that was like, I was <laughs> so hyped that I had a urinal in here. I don't, don't know, know why. why. <laughs> but that's dope. Absolutely. Yo, Troy, yeah, we're going to cut it off on the urinal part. Yeah, yeah. Troy, I appreciate you, bro. Man, keep doing All what right. you're doing. Keep being an inspiration out here to people. You know, keep inspiring everybody to do better. And just continue to be you, brother. Don't let anybody else change you for that. Just continue to be you. Absolutely, you know, man. If y'all haven't already, check out Vibe Wichita. Can they check them out on Facebook, Facebook. and also Instagram, Twitter, YouTube? Uh, we actually got a lot of love on YouTube, man. Especially Dope. with our uh, sports highlights. Dope. But uh, yeah, check us out, Vibe Wichita. We're now the Vibe Wichita Network. Hey, and uh, you are in the Vibe Wichita Studios when you're working. Um, out of our business or out of our building. So just, uh, you know, check us out. We're getting ready to young Tyler Perry. I see you look. I, and I want to, I want to help. Put, I want to help put people on, man. Dope. I really do. Dope. So it really, it started out with a dream and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it, man. Keep doing it, bro. I'm going to keep doing it, man. Yo, everybody go ahead and check everything out. Yeah. This has been an episode of realism. I appreciate you all coming through. And I hope that you enjoyed the episode. Everybody, have a great night. Peace.